Welcome back to the Anything Combat Podcast, guys. I'm your host, Johnny K. We're talking about fights. Let's get into it. I will watch Carlos Diego Ferreira versus Michael Johnson. Michael Johnson has one of the quickest hands in the game. He uh, There's a story about Kamaru Usman where he rocked him in training. Prime Usman, Michael Johnson rocked him in training. He KO flatlined Dustin Poirier. He's a beast, and he also rocked Khabib. He's an impressive fighter, but as we know, he is the quintessential coin flip. He either wins against the people that he shouldn't win against, and he loses against the people he should beat. Carlos, on the other hand, started his career in 2011. He joined the UFC in 2014, and that means that he would have had a nine-year career. In this fight, I'm picking Michael Johnson. He hits like a truck. He knocks everyone out. In his last fight, he didn't knock out Mark Diaxis, or however you say that, but I truly believe Diego's not going to be quick enough. Michael's going to catch him, put him down. I would really appreciate if you guys commented and told me your thoughts on my prediction. Tell me if you disagree And we'll have a discussion in the comment section. Moving on to a really interesting showdown. Co-main event of Hermanson v. Allen, which is Kai Kara France versus Amir Albazi. As we know, Kai, he's part of City Kickboxing. He's 30 and Amir is 29. I think I'm saying that right. Amir Amir, I don't know how to say his name, but he's very good. He's 4-0 and zero in the UFC. This is Albazi here. He beat Malcolm Gordon, and he also beat Davidson Figueredo's brother, which is a just a little Easter egg for you. Kai just fought for the interim title fight and has beaten Askarov and Cody Garbrandt. I don't know who to pick in this fight. I'm leaning towards Kai Kara France just because I don't think that Amir has the strength. I think that Kai Kara France just has a better record. He's fought harder opponents, and I think that he'll win. Um, I don't know if he'll get a knockout, but I think that he will win a decision by outlanding him because I think he is the better striker in this matchup. UFC 289. This is a, this is a great uh, fight card. One person I want to talk about is Nathan Train in the UFC. Nate Landwehr, the most underrated fighter of all time. Nate is hilarious. I love this guy so much. Hopefully he wins. Dan Ige is a really hard opponent. The chances of him winning this one? I don't know. He's pretty old. It's not in his favor. But if he does get the win, absolute celebrations. Nunez versus Juliana Pena. I think the first fight, I don't even think Nunez really trained. So, which ended in Pena finishing Nunez. And it was not a good look. And then immediately after, in the second fight, she trained and absolutely destroyed her. I know people are going to be like, oh, what do you mean she didn't train? She gassed out really quickly and then got submitted, I believe. And then in the second fight, she like 10 ate her for the whole fight, basically. She dropped her, just destroyed her on the feet, couldn't get any offense off. So I think the third fight's going to go exactly how the second one went. I just don't see a scenario where Pena's going to catch uh, Nunes slipping. I don't like her striking. And, and, a, and a just surprise that Nunes didn't knock her out. I think if you're a women's fighter and you're getting 13 knockouts... I think out of your 22 wins, I think 
that Nunes might put Pena out cold here. Most likely TKO. I don't think that she can put her out cold. Excited for this matchup. I think Nunes is the pick. So who would have thought this? A day later, the previous part of the podcast was recorded yesterday. Today, news has just come out that Juliana Pena is injured. So Irina Aldana is stepping in and fighting Amanda Nunes. Now, I don't know if Irina Aldana is actually better, but I do think that Amanda Nunes is overrated. I think her belts at featherweight are kind of irrelevant, except the Chris Cyborg fight. And and I think that there are female divisions that are much better than Amanda's division. I think that straw weight is way better. I think Zhang Weili is probably the best female fighter right now. Even though Amanda is overrated, I still see her beating Irina Aldana. If, if Irina somehow... Uh, pulls it off, then we're going to have another Mexican champion, which will make UFC Mexico even even bigger. But yeah, Amanda Nunes still the pick, even though change of opponent. Let's talk about CKB. So I was just thinking about Kai Kara France and the pick against uh, Albazi, and I was thinking about it. I think that CKB is not that good. Now, I like Carlos Holberg, and I like Israel Adesanya. I just think that the gym is not good enough like like people always want to hype them up and say Volkanovski was part of CKB he only did a little bit of his camp there he is not really a CKB guy he's got different coaches Eugene Behrman is not his head coach so the point I want to make is that I think that all the CKB guys all the same skill level Kai Karafrance, Brad Riddell, Israel, Dan Hooker, Carlos Olberg I think that they're all the same level and as well Shane Young I think that the second you go to lower weight classes, you find less success if you're if you're a CKB guy. This is because past welterweight, all the divisions start lacking in skill. This is because the fights become less technical and you require more power at a higher division. So you're not going to worry about technique as much and you're going to worry about your power. Now, Israel Adesanya... If he was the same size as someone like a Kai Kara France, he would probably be in the same position. I don't see Israel Adesanya beating Brandon Moreno at the same weight class. Are you serious? You know, you know what I mean? The only reason Israel Adesanya has the belt and Carlos Olberg's doing well at light heavyweight is because is because it's a high it's a higher weight class, a higher division. I think they're all the same skill level. Case in point, Dan Hooker. He went to lightweight, lost to everyone, went to featherweight, lost to everyone. Basically a journeyman. Brad Riddell lost to Raphael Fazeev. You know what I mean? If Carlos Olberg went down to lightweight, sorry, if he was a lightweight and he was fighting Raphael Fazeev, dude, I think that's a close fight, but I think Fazeev wins that. I just don't see where CKB does better. I just don't see CKB doing good in lower weight classes. Israel Adesanya loses that welterweight. Loses that lightweight. Who's he going to fight? Islam Makachev. It's not going to work. You know what I mean? I understand that this is all hypothetical shit. And the whole point that Israel's a champ is because he's at middleweight. He's a good middleweight. But yeah, I just don't see his build and his skill set working in other weight divisions where there's better wrestling, better jiu-jitsu, more, more physically imposing people. If Israel Adesanya was 5'11 and he was fighting at lightweight, he would have had to fight... Dustin Poirier. Close fight. Israel might win that. 
he would might have to fight Justin Gaethje. Close fight, he might lose that. Might fight Michael Chandler. Let's let's give him the benefit of the doubt and he wins that. Okay, who else would he have to fight? He'd have to fight Charles Oliveira. That's a very difficult fight for him if he's if he's out lightweight. He would have to fight Islam Makachev. Let's say Khabib was there. He might have had to fight Khabib. You know what I mean? These are all fights where he loses. So that brings me back to my point. I think Kai Kara France is a really good athlete. I think he does really well at middleweight, light heavyweight. But as we know, he's a flyweight. I just don't see him holding the belt anytime soon. And as we know, the rankings go bantamweight, lightweight, tied at the top. Then featherweight's a close second. It goes it goes lightweight, bantamweight, S-rank. It goes welterweight, lightweight, uh, A-tier. Then it goes light heavyweight. And then it goes heavyweight, middleweight. I think that's the rankings you have to do with the divisions from, from best to worst. And as you can see, as you can see, all the CKB guys that are doing be- really good are in the worst divisions because they're all the same skill level. And all the ones that are doing badly are in difficult divisions. Dan Hooker doesn't go to featherweight and beats uh, Volkanovski or, or goes up to lightweight and beats um, Islam Makachev. Kaikara France doesn't go to bantamweight and beat Sterling and he doesn't beat Brandon Moreno even in his own division. Also, I think I might have left out flyweight in that in that breakdown that I just did. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right, I will slot flyweight at below, below featherweight and welterweight, but above light heavyweight or tied at light heavyweight, whatever. Actually, no, no, we can't do that. It's got to be below featherweight and welterweight and then light heavyweights after that. That's how we're going to do it. Yeah, so I just wanted to chuck that in. I, I just wanted to do a little rant on CKB. I don't really rate it. People say people said it was the gym of the year. They won the award. I don't... I don't agree with that. I don't like it. And I still think Israel Adesanya is pretty overrated. Even though he's achieved so much in his career, I just didn't see him achieving that in a different weight class. And now you've got Hamzat Chemaev, who's going to get older and, and come for that belt. Also, as a side note, you've got Israel Adesanya saying, let's get Drikas Duplessis in there to fight him. And everybody knows that that's going to just end terribly for Drikas. So, of course, he's going to call that the worst contender there is. You know what I mean? 